everyone's favorite podcast, It's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Phil Lutz, and Tim Sway. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 181 for May 1st, 2019. This week's top Patreon supporters are Make Build Modify, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta, <laughs> Scott Turner, Greg Mead, Chad Grossclaws, Shane Bronson, Ryan Ridgely, Jeff Shaw, Infinite Craftsman, LiquidRC.com, Jim Bashirs, Apollo Jackman, The Boys Over It, Maybe I've Said Too Much, Creator Nader, Wesley Treats, Lakeside Woodcrafter, Rob Ray, and Gangi and Pop Pop Makerspace. <laughs> I, you know, I, speaking of Gengi and Pop Pop, did you guys get the email that uh, congratulations to Gengi that she got some of her art into a uh, uh, selected for some kind of art show? So congratulations, yeah, Gengi. Yeah, mm. indeed. Big congrats, big congrats. Thanks for letting us know about that, Greg. Um, what are we working on? Let's go with the concussed Bill Lutz. Ah, uh, nothing. <laughs> I've actually come up with a couple of. Uh, um, I've been thinking. I'm, last week I said I don't even want to make. Well, that made me feel guilty. So now I started coming up with a couple of project ideas that I I might start something for myself. Again, I gotta get the salon done. I'm totally lagging on that, but I got a couple of things to work on. So I'm. I'm uh, what do you call that? Um, I'm uh, mentally designing. What is that called? Idea rating. You're thinking. Whoa, slow down. Don't use big words like that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that, yeah, well, that sure. might come in handy for our, for our topic, some of these ideas. I, well, that's why yeah. when you said that part of what we were going to talk about, I was like, okay, I got one. Okay, cool. Okay. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Tim. Yep. What, what are you working on? I, um, I'm working on some guitars, of course. Because, <laughs> I mean, oh, ba- basically at this point, I mean, that, that's kind of my goal is to, is to ma- move the business from making furniture to making guitars is my main, you know. And, um, you know, it's, it's working. It's, it's heading that direction. I have a, a client guitar on. I'm shipping one out tomorrow. I'm working on those kits. I've got all the parts in to be able to put that together pretty soon. Um, and then I'm working on a guitar that is um, an acoustic guitar. Uh, like, oh. and it's going to be a nylon string, I probably, but it's a kind of a crazy idea. I'm very excited about it. And I started kind of, kind of putting it all together, started to do the, the groundwork for that, um, this week. And I'm really excited about that. And it's, I'm working on a secret, um, besides the guitars, I'm working on an electronics project that, um, that is a secret. I don't want to talk about it yet, but um, I had I ran into some problems. It's, it's going to be cool once I solve this problem, and I've got two potential solutions. I had to order a part, you know, uh, electronics part and stuff, and, and uh, uh, I, I, I can't wait because I'm excited about it. So I wish I could tell you more. I can't. I, well, I noticed you posted um, uh, a client build, and they asked specifically for purple pickup covers. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the guitars. And so w- what is that stuff? Because they didn't look purple to me. It's kind of a dark purple. It's um I had gotten from uh, two avocado designs on Instagram. Um, okay. We made a trade a few months back, and he traded me a piece of um, of uh, mahogany that he had. It was okay. like it's actually a mold from a car 
parts factory it's like they, they would use mahogany because it's very stable and um it's just right. almost a rectangle but it's got certain shapes so they just probably molding a floor pan or some plastic part on a dash okay, i don't okay. know and so you know he was like hey this you know you want this for making a guitar i was like yeah and so someday i'll make a guitar to that but he also sent me some other scraps of wood and uh he had a whole stack of this new old stock veneer and it's all dried out and kind of brittle but some of it was these different colors and some of it was that that purpley color so i took mm-hmm. um the the i'm building a guitar for a client and he liked the the green pickups that i had made on one of my other guitars that a green right. vinyl record and I told him, he's like, oh, well, I'm all out of vinyl record. And he's like, oh, well, some other color would be cool. Like, you mean, like I'd really like purple. And I was like, oh, you know what? I have this purple veneer. You know, would that work? And so I was able to, to la- laminate three layers of this veneer together and then cut it out on the laser to make the tops for the pickups, which I'm mailing out tomorrow to get them wound underneath the tops. And so I, I made a couple extras because I thought it was kind of cool, the wood top, you know. I, um, I assume it'll show up more colorfully when you uh, – are you, you're going you're gonna to finish it somehow, aren't you? Um, it's, it's, yeah, I'll probably, it'll get a little, little clear coat or something on it, but, um, okay. it's not, the, you know, some of that's the filter on Instagram and it's also, it's just dark, but it's, you know, it's not going to be, um, like Batman purple. You know what I mean? It's going to, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's subtle. It's Wait, whoa, purple. Batman purple. Yeah. Like the, I was thinking the Joker, but I don't want to say Joker. Purple. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. How about you, Phil? Um, what did I do? I don't know. I don't think I built anything this week. Although I, um, we're cleaning up the basement because it was my son Jake's birthday, and he got a whole bunch of presents and some like big stuff. So we had to start clearing out some more of the baby stuff out of the out of the basement, you know, out of the playroom and stuff. So one of the things that I had made, like I think it was actually my first project in this house, was a set of cubbies, and. Uh, I didn't really make them to any specific specifications. Like usually, you make them for to match the bins that you're going to use or to match the size toys that you have. And, and I didn't. I just I just picked a random size anyway. So it doesn't work for anything that we have anymore. So I took it out of the basement, put it into the garage, and I'm going to use it. I'm going to stack it upright, and I'll have a place to put small pieces of wood instead of just sort of stacking them. Mm. And that should make a lot of room. So that I'm I'm reclaiming a project back into the garage. Nice. Nice. And uh, and I posted a picture of, of Jake and I. He he got his first hockey trophy. Uh, I saw I was, that. That was very yeah, cool. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I was, I was super proud of uh, super proud of him. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna build him a trophy shelf for his room. Um, and I guess that kind of goes along with our with our topic today. Um, and we can talk about that in a minute, actually. So that's I've been sort of thinking about that and how I would do it. So uh, we can I guess dive right into who is Bobby Duke. Um, I guess we'll answer that question at the end of the show. But what this topic is about and what the conversation we're going to have is we're going to go around and we are going to talk about a project that we've been thinking about doing and how to do it. And then the other two uh, gentlemen on this podcast will offer some some critique on that for ways to improve or ways to make a little bit more innovative, maybe, you know, open open some eyes, open some minds the blue pill, if you will. I, I would like to have Tim ex- Tim explain that, and that way we I can see the two different perspectives of what you think Bobby Duke is and what Tim does. So. <laughs> well, I just I feel like we should clarify who, in case any one of our listeners doesn't know who Bobby Duke is, he's Bobby Duke Arts no, on YouTube channel. But but that I thought that was John Wayne's real name was uh, Robert Duke. No. Anyways, um, Bobby Duke is a he's a, a maker and an artist on YouTube, and uh, he's very creative and um, 
very uh, innovative. You know, he does a lot of sculptures, and he really he really takes chances and tries, uh, you know, new and exciting things. And so that's kind of the idea here is that we're going to look for our our inner Bobby Duke, so to speak, and kind of try to help each other out and find little special touches we can add to our projects to just sort of lift them up above and beyond. And as far as for the title, who is Bobby Duke? That is a reference to who is John Galt from Atlas Shrugged. So, I would like to point out that one of the most uh, uh, infamous things that I know of that Bobby Duke made that I think is one of the coolest things is he ma- he took a, an actual, I don't know, maybe a two-inch like bolt, and he he treated. I don't know how he did it, but he actually made a Bowie knife out of it, a miniature Bowie knife, straight up with the little wood handles, the the tang everything is is just it was awesome so it's thinking out of the box is what you're asking for it's like taking something you can make and how how can you just go out a little bit i can make it really small (laughs) how to make something really small (laughs) no but yeah just that idea like you know trying to find those little finishing touches like the bowie knife like what what makes the bowie knife cool there's like a hundred things that make it cool and it's all those little details about it and so we're going to see if like maybe our ideas have you know, eight of the ten cool things that it needs to be cool, and then you, you know, we can hopefully fill in another couple little piece icings or candy tops or I don't know, whatever, you know. Perfect. I'm, I'm absolutely confused. I think we should go. Excellent. That's, that's the way we like it. <laughs> Sounds like par for the course to me. Um, okay, I'm going to go first because mine's, I think, very, very simple. So, like I just said, I want to make a trophy shelf for Jake, um, and uh, the... T- the top of it is just going to be a flat top, and it'll have a lip to cover the plywood. And below, I want to have a couple of or a few different coat hooks because when the kids get trophies, they also get a medal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then I want to have somewhere to put the medal that corresponds with the trophy that goes above it. And I was and um, I actually have the exact color that his bedroom set is painted, so I'm going to paint it that same gray, and then so it'll just look like it's part of his bedroom set. And I was thinking about putting an LED strip underneath the lip so that it lights up the um, the metals. But then I don't know how to get incorporate light into the trophies. Well, I'll tell you how. Do you want to know? Yeah. Okay. As you're explaining this, and I assume that, that this young man is talented, skilled, he's learning all these things, right? He's going to end up with more medals and more trophies. Yeah, a lot of participation. So you're not going to make him a shelf. What you're going to make him is a cabinet with glass doors that's lighted, almost like a a, a medicine cabinet, something like that. Mm -hmm. Think about what they do in school, how they have the little trophy shelf, the trophy case, a display case. Oh, yeah. But something that matches his room. You can paint it gray. It doesn't have to be that deep, almost a shadow box type thing. Yeah, I hear you. But with the door, so you can actually everything will be lit up. You can have his trophies. You can put shelves if you want to do shelves. You can put them inside this display case. Yeah. but don't like just that. be a shelf. Come on, Phil. I've seen okay. your work. You can you can do this. I could do a little better. Yeah, yeah, that was my first thought. Was that he's how old is he now? Five. He's six. Six. He yeah, six. just turned six. Happy birthday. That's right. His birthday is like the day after mine, right? It was last week. The twenty fifth is his birthday. 23rd. 23rd. He's the day before mine. Mine's the 24th and Vance's is the 26th. We both had birthdays last week. Um, but, uh, so we're... You know that skit from The Office where, um, Here where Michael go. calls his boss and he says to him, he goes, he goes, he goes, happy birthday. And he goes, 
goes, it's not my birthday. He goes, oh, I thought we had the same birthday. Happy birthday, Michael. <laughs> no, I don't know that, Skip, but that's funny. No, but I remember last time we were talking to, to Jake, I remember him saying his birthday was uh, like the same as mine. But um, anyway. What I'm saying is happy birthday, Tim, oh, in advance. Oh, thank you. Happy okay. birthday, Tim. Happy and birthday, Jake. Jake and Phil and all of you. Um, my birthday's this next month. Yeah, close enough, because I'm going to forget right. then, so it doesn't matter. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, um, he's he's only six. He's gonna have like more trophies than you can imagine. And obviously, you're not gonna want to. Maybe, maybe they're not all gonna stay there. And some of the the some of them will get weeded out as the years go on. They have less value. But yeah, definitely go bigger than one shelf. Um, yeah, doesn't I don't That's a good idea. I mean, I don't know if you necessarily even need all the the glass doors and stuff. That'd be nice. I don't know what your space you know requirements are like. But if you built a multiple shelf like box that could hang on the wall, like a mini bookshelf that hangs on the wall or something like that. Um, give yourself the versatility, because you know, if he doesn't, if he only has one trophy on it right now, he's got other stuff he can put on it. You know, it look pretty sad right now. Well, you could put, you know, his favorite favorite, you know, Lego creations or whatever on there right now. Think, oh. think ahead though. Yeah. Think ahead because when he outgrows it, when you have to build him something bigger, like an entertainment center to fit all of his his uh, booty, um, think about how that that thing you make now for him, like pirates booty. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. thinking, right? His treasures, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. inappropriate. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But okay. you think of what you can use that that little shelf cabinet. I like the glass door idea because I just saw Matt Cremona's uh, new tool shelf. So maybe you can you can upcycle that thing from Jake when he outgrows it into your shop to put your chisels or tools in. I see what you're saying. Make something for my son that I could then steal for myself later. later on. Correct. I, li- I like it because it, like it. it will end up in your shop eventually. Because <laughs> yeah, right. you just did that with the cubbies, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. That's where it's going to be. So make yeah. make what you want in your shop. Make it perfectly to fit your your hand planes, right. and chisels, and then just put his trophies in it for now. Yeah, I like uh, it's mm. I I liken it. It's akin to the time I got my wife a portable DVD player for her birthday, and she looked at me and she said, "I'm literally never going to use this. This is for you, isn't it?" Uh, it feels like I know. Oh man, you're still married, huh? <laughs> yeah. Actually, we weren't even married at the time. This was before we were married, and. That's I'm dating myself right now by you know yeah. how long we've been together. The DVDs are were a thing. Oh wait, what is that? I don't I don't remember that. Did you ever exactly. have a Did you ever have a disc man? I had the first disc man. Yeah, it cost nice. me like three hundred dollars. That <laughs> so I got it. I got it for my bar mitzvah. It was my bar mitzvah present for my dad, and and he goes, listen, I can get you a stereo that has a. a CD player built in, or mm. I can get you a stereo that doesn't, and we can do a line in with the disc man, but then we could share the disc man, he says. <laughs> so, this is where you get making something for your son that will benefit right. you. Yeah. Ah. But to be fair, he never actually used it, and I had a portable CD player at a time where that was like insane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the first one I bought was portable as well. For, and I did the same thing. I had my cassette deck stereo and I uh, line in, you know, and I. Yeah. It just made more sense to me because I could take it in my car and, and have it skip every. Bump, yeah, you know? I was just going to say, you, you, if you looked at it funny, like you. Yeah. Sony. That, boop, skip. Yeah. yeah. You can't read it too hard. Yeah. Otherwise. Yeah. Like what, what track is playing? Oh. I, you know, you got to reboot it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So good. good times. But uh, then the other thing, though, with the shelf is that maybe to give it that, that real touch of Duke <laughs> is um, uh, because we're reclaimers, right? Uh, let's think thematically about, you know, what kind of trophies is going to have in their sports trophies. Are there ways we can incorporate maybe like making the handles on Bill's glass doors out of a piece of hockey stick? 
you know, in, Ooh, I kind of like that. Incorporating a puck into the design yeah. somewhere. I so mean, maybe like I could do, oh, I could do half pucks. I cut a half puck in puck, half. Yep. For and handles. Then that becomes the door handles. Yep. And you yep. could even do a little indents in them because they're solid black all the way through, right? So you could actually uh, yeah. do like a little indent to grab, like a, so you have something to grab. Yeah. Or yeah. the other thing is the like you talked about the metals hanging. Um, yeah. Who cares about the ribbon? You could actually, you know snip the ribbon and make little little stands to put the coins on like little plate holders like decorative plates go on interesting um or you could maybe recess them into pucks you know what i mean like and have some fun like that so like i got that idea because i know like that was a thing for my brother-in-law he's an avid runner and he had he would save all the t-shirts from all the runs he did in my um and my, my sister, you know, is married to him, was just like, we, we can't, we have to move. There's too many t-shirts, <laughs> you know? And what they ended up doing was cutting the logos off of them all and making a quilt. And so now they oh, actually clever. serve the purpose again. So it's like sometimes you don't have to necessarily think about what you need to save of that trophy. You know, is it just the plaque? You know, I mean, because as he gets older and he gets bigger trophies, maybe the participation trophies won't mean as much, but you want to just pull the plaque off, you know? What, right. what about also, instead of uh, uh, thinking ahead, what about making just one little shadow box for the medal and the trophy itself? It's a small, and using oh. that to read either. And then every time he gets a new one, you make another new one, and they another, all have yeah, individual. Yeah, and then you can put them all over the wall. You know what I mean? That's I li- super I like that interesting, idea. too. Yeah. I like that idea. Well, a lot. shadow so you, boxes are fairly easy to make. You don't even I got to tell you guys, three years and you finally <laughs> pull your weight. <laughs> finally starting to pull your weight around oh, here. Uh, well, Tim and I have been talking secretly. We've been how are we gonna how are we gonna live up to Phil's expectations? I mean, Phil, well, you're almost there. <laughs> Phil was gonna make a shelf. <laughs> yeah, we've got you. We've got you in the shop for months now, making individual little boxes, dovetailed, of course. <laughs> but no, but seriously, if you could make, you know, the boxes don't even need a back. Although it would probably be easier if you did have a back. You could very easily get very small LED lights that run the little watch batteries and put them in there if you wanted, uh, in mm-hmm. each individual one, and you could hang them. I'm, I'm picturing if you have a, you know, a, you know, a eight foot high wall and six feet wide. I mean, you can have a whole bunch of these things all over the place yeah. and, and artistically add to it. Uh, that'd be really okay. unique. You want to go? Well, here's some. I'm gonna duke the heck out of this, right? Bobby duke the heck out of this. And so the miniature shadow box idea for each one, but get you some LED string lights, like patio lights, and you'll make it add a box to each light hanging across his ceiling. So every time oh, he gets and one, like that, in that arch shape going down. Yeah, he's got the he's got like that arch, like, and, and then you can just keep sna- snapping boxes like, into each light. Yeah, it'd be huh. like from corner to corner, and then you can cross it the other way. And yeah. That's fun. That might be a There's little... There's something here. Yeah. There's something here. There's potential with that. That that should yeah. be enough fodder for your brain. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking right now. There you go. Giving it a good think. Hmm. That's but yeah, what we're no, here for, is to fill your brain with hmm. fodder. So so what's the takeaway? Let's do a wrap-up on the takeaway, because we obviously you can't do everything that we just talked about. But the takeaway is um, think about what you want to save think about the span of his career and uh-huh. think about incorporating personal effects into it which maybe is overkill because I mean the whole thing's about personal effects and trophies but right. I'm just a reclaimer I love sticking objects into things you know like yeah. you know I'm, I'm, what I'm going to do is I definitely am, I like the idea of the puck as the uh, as the door handle and I'm going to lie to him and tell him it was his first goal oh yeah I, well oh, I had, that's a great yeah. idea I yeah, have lying Maddie's, to your kids is I hear right yeah. up there with um, corporal punishment. It's a, uh, but actually, lying to your kids is 
standard issue parenting. Oh, frankly, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's part of the it's part of the game. Well, we don't call it. Where do babies come from? Yeah, we don't call it lying. We call them giving information that they are prepared to handle at the age they're currently at. You're on a need-to-know basis, Jake. <laughs> currently, you don't need to know. Do you have security clearance? You don't need to know the seven. truth, kid. Yeah. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. But um, I have Maddie's first first um, goal. Uh, puck. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's the real one too from her first goal, and uh, I made a little box for it. It's got a little stand and a little you know plexiglass cover that goes right. over it. Um, that is something if you you know to hang on to like that type of memorabilia to me is is more important than a participation trophy you know but that's just me wow wow that was pretty super mean to me but that's fine <laughs> <laughs> no no it wasn't I mean you when did you get like this that's what I wanted what, when did I get mean to you yeah I think it was Three day two ago. was it day two it was day two <laughs> really <laughs> I guess I wasn't paying no. attention. I no, I wasn't. Less. I wasn't um, saying it like that. I, I mean, I'm all for you lying. I think that's great. But <laughs> first of all, this is the only thing he's got so far. You're gonna take yeah. it away from my six-year-old? No, I'm. I'm talking about as you as you continue down this road and as you progress and as the the, the, mm-hmm. the kit grows. Like you know, mm-hmm. you dad on the sidelines, think about what memorabilia you might want to save. That's yeah. You know, if you, in other first. words, in other words, next time get that goal puck. You know. Yeah, I got it. It's the, the door look, handles. They, right they all look the same, brother. They all look the same. <laughs> they are indistinguishable. Yeah, I'm just assuming the coach really gave me the the, the gold puck for all. Yeah, I exactly. <laughs> he put, took one from the bucket and he said, "Here, Sway. Here, go yeah. nuts." Oh yeah, no, this is the one. I watched it. Oh and, yeah, uh, oh, that's yeah. cool. And someone made a pen out of it. It looks like. That's right, the Pinsky puck pen. Did Pinsky make? Yeah. No, did you make that? I sent him the puck. Oh, yeah, said, oh. It was it your was puck. it your gold puck? That was our uh, uh, priority sure. box challenge, remember? Yeah, or, that's right. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It was his first goal. That's right. Yeah. It was my first goal I've ever scored. You're like, I don't yeah, care about right. this. I still got the trophy. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I participated. <laughs> I just mailed to loot. Who cares? <sighs> okay, one of you two go. Volunteer. I'll go. Uh, okay. Oh, well, Tim, you want to go? Go ahead. No. Um, all right. I'll go. Uh <laughs> Well, we both, you know, whatever. I don't care. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do your thing, Playboy. As long as you I, save it and, you know, hang on I, to the memory. I think That's that, what's important. Bill, I think that yours is going to need the most work, which is why I want to save it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's on one tonight, isn't he? He is. <laughs> what are you? What are you drinking tonight? It's tequila. Tequila makes you mean. Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't had a drink in. Uh, it'll be a year next month. So I That's right. Yeah, That's right. So You've yeah, been on the skateboard again. Yeah, I was a lot nicer back then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what You're am- a mean sober? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're a mean sober. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Um, <laughs> so I have um I have all of these old um they're not just two by fours they're like three by fives and all these like random sizes of um like barn beams you know basically okay, um, okay. and they're all none of them are straight. You know, they have, there's probably some nail issues and stuff. They're all just old, you know, rough sawn barn beams that warped in place and stuff. I got a whole bunch of them. They're really cheap. Um, you know, and they're, they're a lot of work to make these things like straight and true and flat and to get like tabletops out of them and stuff like that. And so I just haven't been too anxious. It's just part of this load that I bought. But so then I had this idea that I want to do a, a power carving project with them. Um, and uh, so I was, I figured I could, 
glue them up and then just just have at them and carve away uh, to create, you know, because that way you don't have to worry about like making it all flat and true and stuff. It's just a, to use them as fodder for power carving instead of stumps because they're nice and soft. The pine and stuff, you know. So you're um, you're thinking the, the also by, by cutting it into smaller sections, you can make the glue ups are fairly easy because you don't have to worry about bows and bends and all that. The, the right, small, like to, to make an eight foot to make an eight foot tabletop out of them, you got to get jointed right. eight feet of length. Whereas, like if so, I cut them into you know like three foot sections and stuff, I can I can easily manipulate them over the table saw or the jointer or whatever and get a couple just because I only need to get two surfaces to flat to glue together, and then from there I power carve, and so I don't so have to get the backs and tops. Here's something because I know you've made these before. Mm-hmm. You you make desks, and what if those bent warbly boards? If you lined them up straight end to end like a fence, and they weren't, and they were warbly, and that was the the base of the desk. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. How reclaimed is that? And then you use something else for a nice top, but you can use those on purpose to be not straight, not together, gaps in between them warped warbly everything as uh the you know like a giant c laying on its side for the base of a desk or a piece of furniture like an office yeah, desk maybe like a glass top to just go like the exact opposite of yeah that's what I, yeah. that's what i was thinking of like yeah. actually not as the sides but as the top right. and then you have some like offsets to raise where you'd put down like or, a tempered ooh, glass top ooh, that's right. good too make the yeah, top it. make make yeah actually and that some... way you see all this imperfection yeah. this perfect imperfection right right that's actually that's a really good idea that might be a way to to um to sort of use some of them up pretty quickly because yeah. they just have to get the length right and then you could you know what you could do is you could even like um i'm picturing like three sides to make like walls basically on three sides right right and right, um yeah. and you could even like drill through and run steel rods in or something and, and make them you know like kind of connect them like that with have the bolts sticking out where you like bolt them yep. together instead of trying yep, to glue yep, them together yep. yeah right yeah mechanical all threat yeah yeah exactly exactly that's a good idea um i was thinking about i actually had an idea beyond furniture i hadn't gotten that far into the the thing yet but i like that um is that i wanted to do um some type of human form um was kind of my thought uh like a to do like a full sculpture i'm i'm, I'm picturing almost like a um you know like when you have the like the the castle there's like the suit of armor in the corner you know, yes. like something like that, where because I could I could carve an arm and carve a leg and carve a torso and and stick them together, um, but I I don't know exactly. Yeah, I want to do something unique. I don't want to do I don't want to do like a suit of armor out of wood. You know what I mean? What about a nutcracker? A giant nutcracker? I definitely yeah, don't want to do that. Never that's never been done before. That's the stupidest idea I've ever heard. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dumb. Forget yeah. I said anything. Because <laughs> originally I was thinking about totem poles. Um, yeah. But I, yeah. I kind of don't want to do that. Because what about a robot, like an old school robot? Out of you know wood. what I'm talking about? Like a Lost in Space, the original type mm. robot with arms and legs on it. And you yeah, because usually, use... usually those are done in metal, so that might be interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can if you could um, think about trying to make like a, a miniature wine barrel for the torso and then using your warbly wood for oh, the arms yeah. and legs. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be really cool, actually, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I was one idea I had was to, to glue these together in a block and try to carve a Lorax. Um, you know, because I'm wow. You know, but that that wow. might be beyond my carving abilities. Well, you do speak for the trees. I try. This is true. I try. You do, and I, and I don't. Shake. Of the three of us, you speak tree. <laughs> I studied in college. Uh, but I got um, a D. 
Yeah, I dropped out of college. Minus. <laughs> Um, okay, I like the robot idea. That might be fun to do, uh, something that's typically metal out of wood. It might be like an organic robot, you know? Yeah. Uh, huh. Like a person. Think of something yeah. like that would be, uh, oh, oh. Burning Man-esque, you, uh, you know what I mean? Mm. You should make a Groot. Oh! Groot! Groot would be a great thing to make. Yeah. That's interesting. That's hip and trendy. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Just like Tim Swain. And hip and you trendy. should... Build a little steam box, because maybe you could do a little steam bending for, like, you know, because he kind of is intertwined. Right, right. Uh, I think he'd be better to do with a lump or with, like, logs and twigs rather than barnwood, though. I think it might yeah. be because he has that. But this would be your take on it, right? Because it's been done with that stuff already. Oh, has it? Of course it has. Yeah, of course yeah. it has. Yeah. Yeah, that's like because, like, the Lorax, I've seen that done, like, in stump carvings. And I was thinking, like, oh, it might be kind of cool right. to do it out of reclaimed wood instead of a stump. You know, again, my take. A lot of good ideas. Yeah. A lot of good ideas here. Yeah. What about, okay, seriously, and I'm not being funny. Um, the desk was about, actually a freaking fantastic idea, and that wasn't even, we hadn't even finished asking the question yet. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. What about what about a Tim Sway caricature? Do you think you could, do, if you want to actually carve something. You know, like a, that's, like, that's a like good a, idea, but I don't think I want to do a self-portrait. Like, I don't, that just doesn't speak. No. Yeah, I mean, like every other every artist in the world does that, right? That like Picasso did like thousands of pictures of himself, but it just doesn't interest me. Like, okay, you, you do that. They do that to practice because they don't have a model. Yeah. So they just do a mirror. Yeah. That's what the Mona Lisa is. Well, uh, it, yeah. That's, that's if you don't want to do Tim Sway, there is a classic that. Uh... Oh God. <laughs> um. Jesus. Or a wizard is is something that could be fun, you know, with the hat, a long flowing beard, just a head, a mm. bust, I guess. Do a bust. Yeah. Might I think, might again I think be. We've already done a bust here. Yeah, <laughs> might again be above my above my pay grade too, though. Like I'm I'm not I've I've done like um, uh, I did like like kind of like quote Mayan looking tree carvings before. Uh, you okay. know, it's sort of like like simple stuff like that. And I was thinking like African masks and stuff like that. I was thinking about um, well, wind I think chimes. Go back to robot then or a desk because those I, are two things. Well, one, yeah, both I'm into of the, which you can use your imagination. I'm into the desk idea because I'm picturing having like that glass top and then a glass um, pull-out keyboard tray underneath it. Oh yeah, too. Mm -hmm. You know, a little chauffeur. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like that. And maybe I doing do. like um, like a polished um, brass pins that are about an inch high. In the top four corners of the desk of that rough mm -hmm. wood that the right. that the glass sits on, you know, right, like a little rubber grommet or something. Yeah, they those little clear rubber grommets. Yeah, yeah, cool. I might I do like that. Okay. I gotta find a, I gotta find a customer for it though, because that stuff's hard to sell with glass and it's really hard to ship. So I need to talk hmm. someone into that. <laughs> what you Could need you? to do is you need to reclaim some glass. First. Oh, I have I have some pieces. Um, oh. Well, there you go. Yeah, is there some, some way you can make it modular to use at your uh, guitar shows? Heavy. Yeah, heavy in glass. So. Uh -huh. Not what about plexiglass? Yeah. yeah, I've done that before, and it just it just kind of yeah. sucks. But I have a I have a modular stand. It's a, a podium okay. that folds, and the top comes off. I have I already made one, so okay. it's actually it actually worked really well. Um, you know what I need to do though for the show? I have my guitar stand that I made. I made this like like it's like a clothes rack for guitars basically. You're talking I wanna about that, yeah. Yeah, I want to redo yeah. it. Maybe I should do that out of wood. 
out of this stuff and have this big it, rustic like a tree like a wooden tree it, well, yeah because you don't have to have anything be straight except floor. except where you're gonna uh, join it but yeah what if I made a, if I made a fake tree out of all this old reclaimed wood yeah and and then had metal hooks in the top to hold the you need to have a Lorax themed guitar that speaks for the trees man you know like do like a punk rock Lorax have them like flipping the bird and yeah like, and like saying something profane like I speak yeah. for the Bleep trees. Yes. Uh, just, I don't get the whole punk rock thing. <laughs> That's okay, old man. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, that's... I could even... It'd be kind of cool to do the guitar tree with the Lorax in it. Yes. Sticking I the middle it. finger out until... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, another thing you were talking about carving, I can think, if you want to make some smaller stuff to try, and this might be a little more intricate than you're thinking of but i think my sister sent this to me and what i'm showing the boys right here it looks like a twig that it's an mm -hmm. actual pencil so oh, somebody yeah. made a pencil out of this twig but it's got a little lizard carving that's connected to it yeah that's uh, cool i'm trying to use up volume that's utilitarian <laughs> that has a carving on it yeah yep that's a good idea that's like, like i'm kind of into this i'm going to think about it the uh, the guitar tree idea it sounds it'll like be a little bit guitar tree idea It'd be a little bit more work to carry around than the simple metal thing that folds up, but but I kind of worth it. Leaves an impression. Yeah, I'm kind of into that. I'm gonna I'm gonna mill mill on that for a little while um, because. Uh, but um bum. Yeah. All right, that. another brain filled with fodder. I love it. Yeah. All right. Here uh, we go, Bill. Fodder number three. Give us your concussed thoughts. All right, I have in my possession um, a military crate so it's like a it's a wooden box it's approximately 36 inches long maybe 18 inches deep 18 inches high it's just a it's just a military crate did you say 36 inches long ish yeah yeah okay so it's good size right I'm, i mean it's yeah so I, I have this old military crate it's you know that they put stuff in and now that stuff is all gone and i have this wooden box it's all faded green with the uh, stamping like these yellow paint stamp, you know, USM blah blah blah, whatever on it. Is it like a really light avocado green, or is it dark? Green? It is olive drab. I think okay. that's what they call it. Okay. Go. You paint a picture, man. You really paint a picture. Is that all you're telling us? Well, no. Okay, so here's my idea: what I was going to do with it. I was because I've seen yeah. people make uh, simple coffee tables out of them just by putting a piece of glass over it. And what I was thinking of doing is using that as a base for the coffee table, but on each of the four corners coming out at an angle, welding up some bed frame to make, it's kind of hard to explain, but uh, so weld a bigger than the base square or rectangle, and then have yeah. the corners come down at an angle to attach to the to this box itself. So it I would go... I would go up, you know, on the sides, and then come out like this for the for the top, yeah. and then have like a glass, so like a top pedestal. Yeah, kind of something like that, but just so again with the contrast, because you would see this all nice structurally welded uh, metal with glass. It's perfect with this old beat up crate underneath it as a base. I just I just dropped a picture in the chat. I don't know if it came through yet. That's gonna be a treat for. Oh yeah, I didn't get anything. I didn't get anything. But let me just say, I hate that idea. Here's what you should do. <laughs> I was thinking. Uh, oh, I see what you did here. 
that's an no. idea. I hadn't thought of that. That's, that's an ammo crate. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a little bit longer. Crate. And I made that um, like eight years ago, seven years ago, and it was the same idea what you're talking about, Bill. But I used wood because I didn't have any metal capability. So I was like, well, I'm gonna make this like really classic shaker style base for it out of cherry, and then put this really junky-looking box. Because that was what I was going to say is, oh, we'll do something really slick, like we were just talking about with the, your desk idea. And right. then, you know. Right. Yeah. Here's what you should do. A uh, record player cabinet made out of this stuff. And with shelves and stuff for vinyl. I think huh. that would sell in the Bay Area like crazy. And they would buy it, ironically, because they're so anti-military. Go. Oh. I, you know, the, I had when I got that crate, I got two of them, and the other one I made a TV stand out of, and I gave it to my buddy. Um, it worked really well for that. All it's just, it's the entire shape of the box, but we knocked out the. I just cut out the front and the back, and I put right. and I put a piece in the middle for a little extra support. I guess in, instead of crate, maybe I should be telling you guys this is a chest. It's more like a chest. So I could do the, uh, what you have that picture of Tim. If I cut it in half, then I would have two. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, right. But yeah. it's got metal banding on the sides. Yeah, I feel like we keep coming back to this vinyl record cabinet thing. Is that what that's, <laughs> that was hitting you, Phil? I know. It's just... <laughs> <clears throat> All right, well, let's... Actually, um... I like that because if I wanted to do that, you're right. That absolutely would sell. And yeah. I could probably find a turntable and, like, just go all out and make the whole thing. Oh, yeah, like a hipster, like, to like kit. A hipster kit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, along those lines, if what about turning it into a, some type of mini bar? You know, or maybe um, not big enough. Uh, yeah, no one would buy a bar. Ironically, everyone would buy a bar. Ironically, or I, but I was going to say besides mini bar, I don't know if there's a word for it, but like some type of um, like marijuana dispensary like setup. You know, like like a medicine cabinet. Oh, <laughs> an apothecary. You know. Right, yes. right. But like having a setup with like your rolling papers and kind of like fills trays, but like a. Like, I mean, is this something you pick up and carry? Does it have a handle? No, no, no. That'd be a lot like of weed, a, man. This is like an old travel chest size. You know, like the old travel chest with the, yeah. the funky butt lock yeah. on it. It Too doesn't have the that. funky yeah. butt lock, but it's, like I said, it's like... It's a, literally a footlocker. There you go, footlocker. It's like it's like a small footlocker. Okay, so too big like, for marijuana, too small for booze. Right. Bigger well, than a bread no box. Other, no other uses. You can't smoke anything out of it. No other uses. It has no use whatsoever. Throw it away. Useless, <laughs> except for a vinyl. Yeah. Vinyl hutch. Vinyl's not vinyl. bad because it also I don't know the age of the crate, but I'm guessing it's Vietnam era, so it kind of fits the. Uh, it's 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 not. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be at least fifty years old because it's you know on the airport. I, I think I mentioned before I've got an old um, um, uh, Air National Guard site that is dilapidated and closed down now. So I I uh, scavenged it out of there. So it's from the uh, an old Air National Guard. This is back in World War II. Um, oh, wow. Wow, so it's so real it's, old. Yeah, it's pretty old. You know, it's, yeah. it's probably it's it's probably out there. I have to look on it. But um, is, it, was there, is there a date or any kind of a year stamped on there's, it? There's some markings on it. It used to contain, uh, um, it used to have inside of it, and if it was in any kind of shape, I would have kept it, um, uh, like a line, lineograph, I guess you would call it. Where you would take uh, stent, like put in these little blocks, and then had a little like carver, like electric carver, and then you know to make the signs like Captain Major John Jones, those little plaques. Yeah. You put okay. these things in there, and then you would draw kind of like a God. What are they, what are they called? 
Um, there used to be a toy like that. But you on one side, as you're moving the, the thing following it's the pattern. It's a pantograph. Pantograph, yes. Yeah, where you, yeah. Where you trace, the, like the way they make keys, you trace the one key and then the other exactly. one. Exactly. the other one. So right. it, it had old parts to that in it and with all these like uh, little like desk sign blank, you know, like put on your desk. You know, Phil Pinsky, manager of blah, blah, blah. Oh, so it used to I make, am manager of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It, it, it had that kind of equipment in it. None of it was good. It was all dilapidated and nasty. Well, now that you said that, that changes everything. What you need to do is you need to build some type of portable CNC machine inside it. Like a modern <laughs> yes. version of that. How Lasers. Awesome, you, you throw it out in the back of your... Yeah, get a laser. Buy a laser that fits the interior dimensions of that thing and put the laser inside it. Yes. And you go around from company to company making 1950s era desk plaques. In Boom. seconds. Millions. Oh, you only, you have, guys you only are... have like the two fonts in there, just like the 250s fonts, you know? Yeah. One of them has to be Comic Sans, though. <gasps> yeah, and the other's Papyrus. <laughs> right. You know, I still don't understand the problem because I think Comic Sans <clears throat> is a fun font and... There's the problem. <laughs> you would, Grandpa. You, you would. are the problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> so that's all you got for me. I'm a, we got a lot of good ideas there. Also, the laser business, I think, is pretty important. I, I love the idea of that. Like, I mean, I think that'd be really cool to make it like like a modern version of what it but was. But th there's no way to know what was inside of it. You see what you I'm did, saying? You just told us what was inside of it. Yeah, you right, told I us. know, but to, know. but to have it, it's not like you can look at it and say, oh, that was full of an old pentagraph machine. You, you would know that. It just looks like a green plywood box. I don't care. You need to travel with the box. And you tell everyone there used to be an old pentagraph machine in here, and now there's a brand new CNC machine, and then pick up a microphone and drop it. That's what you need to do. Yeah, or you could do the vinyl hutch. Whatever. Okay. That way you don't have to tell people anything. All right. No, I, I, I got a lot of great information from both of you. You know what would be kind of cool to do with it, too? That sounds legit. How about a whack-a-mole? So you have, like, a build a whack-a-mole game out of it. <laughs> Because, yeah, no. No? <laughs> that doesn't sound like a good idea to you? <laughs> Bill was not having that one. I can tell I, you that right I, now. I am... He wasn't I even am, exploring I, the idea. I am exploring a furniture piece of something. Yeah. I, I, wanted, I, I like the juxtaposition of what you've shown me in your picture, Tim, with the, with the two different styles. And that, mm. that was my original intent was like, look, this is a beat up old box. I want to put something that doesn't look beat up <clears> on it. And, Did you ever uh, see uh, Keith Deason had made a? I can't remember exactly how it was, but he had, you know, because the box opens from the top, right? Right. Um, he had done a piece once where he had a. I forget how he did it. I'd, I'd have to go look back and look at his stuff, but it was like. Um, hopefully, he'll hear this and, and send you a picture. But it was like he he basically like made it upside down, so the lid opened from the bottom. So it was almost like like a drawer, like you'd pull. It. I remember that. Yeah. You remember yeah, what I'm yeah. talking about? I like that idea of like taking and turning it on its side. You know what I mean? So maybe if you if you oh made like it open, a mini fridge, ma yeah, make it open in like a different direction. You know what I mean? So it's not so it was designed to open to put on the floor and open from the top, and make it so it opens some other way to just like invert it or flip it sideways. You know? You know what? Now I'm I liking the vinyl idea because now I turned the top into a, a cabinet door, and you can open the door, and it is about the right size if I put one shelf in the middle to fit two rows of records, and then the record player sits on top. And the record player yeah. sits on top. And Casey's been griping at me because we have a bunch of vinyl. Uh, some was given to us. 
Okay. <laughs> She's okay, been saying, build me a record player, stands. <laughs> I, I, okay, I wasn't that, seeing it. But I also came up with another idea in case you okay. were open to it. Okay, go ahead. A gun safe. Uh, not big or secure enough. Let's go back to this vinyl thing. I feel like we keep coming back to it. Yeah, I think I think that's what's going to happen with that. It's going to have to be that yeah. vinyl. You, you know, if you put a false back on it behind your records and you hid your guns back there, you'd have to dump all your records on the floor to get to I don't to hide my guns. I let people know. I let people know. I have my... my my safe is made out of bulletproof glass, so you can see there's guns in it. Is it really? No. Because that's a great safe. idea. I would love to see that made. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have that big chunk of bulletproof glass. I might make that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it says, in case of emergency, break glass. <laughs> oh, and the irony is, is you can't. You'd be beaten exactly. forever. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just, just stacking up. The burglars are getting into your house. Hold on, I'm getting my guns. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a minute. Sit down, yeah. watch TV. I'll be back with you. Just a second. All right. Anyway, um, that was that was pretty good. I like that. That was a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Okay, let's do the review. Uh, and I guess this is like the the promise fulfilled of this episode. Yes. Who wants to read it? You just do it. You want me to read it? Okay. This is a five star review, which is why we're reading it. It's from listener Alyssa DeHart. It was posted a couple days ago, and I will read it in its entirety. Bobby Duke rules, 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 Bobby Duke rules. Oh yeah, whiskey box guitars. Nice. Whiskey box guitars. I I agree with everything. Every word of this review. I, I mean, when you break it down, there's there's a lot of complexity here that we could talk about, I mean, for another hour. If we a lot of nuance. To, Easily. We should no do an episode one... called Bobby Duke Rules. Yeah. We, we've we done do Who that. is Bobby Duke. Now, next week is going to be Bobby Duke Rules. You said Alyssa. Is that the name? Yes. Uh, Alyssa, thank you, and I agree with you. Yes, we all do. Yes. Thank you, caller. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. Let's move on to the weekly tip segment. This one's uh, mine because I think mine was due. Uh, yeah, several, 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 several times. Yeah. Several months ago, yeah. yeah. Um, Does that have to do with like making a, a vinyl cabinet out of a box or no? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. Um, I, um, this is a bit of a DIY one, and the door leading into our garage has been very squeaky for a long time. And uh, finally... I couldn't stand it no mo. So I, one at a time, I pulled the pins out of the hinges mm -hmm. and I put some lithium grease on them and I put them back in, and then the grease just—I mean the, uh, the the squeak went away. And I've done that to several doors in the house. And uh, just just I guess the tip is you don't have to live with a squeaky door. Get yourself a little tube of lithium grease and it, it fixes a ton of things like garage doors. You can, you know, add them to the wheels and the track, uh, you know, hinges in your house. Just make sure to wipe away the excess, and uh, it's great stuff. Lithium grease. I like it, actually. I like it. A if lot of people don't know the, to take the pins out, uh, seriously, so that's actually a good tip. A lot of people don't know that. 
But yeah, take them really one at a time. Don't take them all out. I take them one, I put it back. I take the right, next right, one, right, I put right. it back. You take them all so, out, you got to realign everything, and it's a disaster. Right, it's yeah. annoying. Yeah, no, that is a good tip. I always try to spray uh, it in there, and it never anything, gets a good... If you... Know, like, yeah. What's that? We're... <laughs> that was a Who's on first, guys? Yeah. I was going to say, if you have a hamster, and you have that metal hamster wheel that they run around in, and it's squeaking. Don't use lithium grease. Use olive oil. So if they lick it, they don't die. Isn't that what powers your uh, new truck? I have a squirrel wheel in that. Thank you very much. <laughs> no. No, no. That that truck is powered by optimism. You got to laser engrave a sign to mount on that truck. Powered this by truck optimism. Powered by optimism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe I'll get another couple of miles out of it. Did you see the the Simpsons for like twenty years ago with Ed Bagley Jr. and and he, yes, and he you know his sense of self worth, self worth. Yeah, that's right. Like, oh, you drive an electric car. He goes, no, this is powered by my sense of self worth. He puts his helmet on his head. He goes, <laughs> <laughs> they had it out for him. Oh god, that was funny. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, what grabbed your attention this week? Let's go with Bill Lutz. What grabbed your attention this week? Yeah, you know, um, so my YouTube feed because I've been, you know, I'm, it knows that I'm into cigar box guitars, which therefore leads me to just other music videos in general. And there's a guy, uh, Nolan Neal, and I left the link. Um, what caught my attention was his version of Tiny Dancer. He's a, he's kind of a, a bigger guy. He's got the full beard going on. And he starts playing this acoustic guitar, and he's just got that real soft kind of new... It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful voice. Um, so check mm-hmm. out his channel. He, he did a cover of Tiny Dancer. I think he's got some original stuff on there. He did a Tom Petty song uh, uh, with another person on there. But it's just I just happened to click... It's one of those things where I clicked on that one video and, li- and loved it so much that I went to his channel, then listened to a couple of his other songs, and just beautiful voice. Neat guy, Nolan Neal, caught my attention. Don't you mean Tony Danza? Uh, Tony Danza did catch my attention at one time. He is the boss. That's the the song, Hold Me Closer, Tony Danza. That was the original lyrics. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. I get it. Yeah. yeah, that was... Wow, that was terrific. That's I an, thought we were in I can't believe, for a second. I can't believe neither of you ever heard that before. I've heard the joke. It's not mm. funny. No, it's it's really funny. It's always funny. Anytime it's you never, can say Tony Danza, it's funny. I mean, I do miss him. I don't think he's dead, but I miss him. I was going to yeah. say, what? Yeah, he's not dead. <laughs> he just hasn't been in anything. I don't know. He's actually been in a few things. I've seen him pop up here and there. I don't watch the Lifetime channel, Tim. Oh, <laughs> my mistake. <laughs> Tony Danza, if you're listening, he's not. Bill won't watch what you're doing. <laughs> you don't know he's not listening. You can't. You don't speak for Tiny Dancer. Well, um, if he wasn't, you know what? If he was listening, he's not now, Phil. He's not now. I gotta tell you, the likelihood that he was. I'm not worried. Um, Tim, got your attention this week. Um, I wanted to go through the discography of Tony Danza's latest <laughs> work. I've been watching. Filmography, but go Filmography. ahead. Filmography. Yeah, no, he's uh, quite a recording career too. Quite a. Rec- <laughs> oh really? I didn't know that. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> maybe he does. Who knows? Um, I don't really have anything, so uh, I, I don't have anything YouTube. Because um, all, all the stuff I've been watching is just like guitar nerd stuff, and I don't feel like anybody here yeah, cares. Yeah, no one's into that. But so, yeah. so I was going to mention um, a show on Hulu 
called Rami, and he's this uh, young Muslim American comedian that got this show. My wife and I binged it. It's got ten episodes up, um, and it's it, he's a like a millennial Muslim that was you know grew up in America, and so the the show is sort of like his perspective. He's like this you know young man living in New York that wants to live a life of a young man, but he's also trying to be a better Muslim. He also was you know came of age became a teenager around the time of 9-11 and like how right. you know his friends and the world perceived him it's just very interesting uh perspective and point of view it's it's funny um and it's touching and there's a lot of perspectives and like and i was concerned that um at first i was like well i'm not gonna be able to relate to a 26 year old muslim american like but then it is very relatable for everybody i believe and uh it was hmm. it really incredibly intelligent and well put together show and he wrote and directed almost every episode and he's 26 years old which has impressed nice. the hell out of me uh, and it's totally worth watching so I'll have to check that out that's yeah, Rami cool. R-A-M-Y nice um, what got my attention this week is that we have uh, the best listeners ever I spoke last week how I was oh Tony uh, <laughs> sorry who, Tony? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's pretty good. But uh, specifically, I'm talking about um, an Instagram friend named Jonesy5000. And last week, I talked about how I was like getting into and watching a ton of videos about FPV drones. So first-person view drones where you're, you're wearing these goggles, and you've got a controller, and you're basically flying the drone as though you are the drone. Um, anyways, Jonesy texted me or sent me a DM on Instagram and said, Hey, I listen to the podcast. What's your address? I'm putting a whole bunch of parts that um, I've upgraded from in a box for you, and I'm sending to you, um, including a drone frame and goggles and all these wow. parts. That you need. You'll just need a couple more parts, and you're good to go. So I am. That's incredible. Uh, I yeah. was like super humbled. It was really, really amazing, and I can't wait to put this thing together and 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 get airborne. So thank you, Jonesy five thousand. Really appreciate it, and. Uh, and looking forward to to getting you some results and showing you what I can do out there. Awesome. You know, on that on that uh, shout out from last week's episode, a couple people, uh, Vernon Whitehead, he's the young man that sent me a, a license plate, Texas tow truck license plate. But he also uh, he, uh, uh, sent us a picture because we talked about things that we would make last week, and he actually made the C table that Phil had talked about his idea. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he, he showed a picture of it. It's pretty cool. He found some square tubing in a dumpster, and he did that, what you were talking about. And then also... Um, but I think he had already made that before. Yeah, I he made that. I yeah, he had already made that. He didn't just, like, listen to Phil's idea on 20 hours Yeah, he, he said, hey, this... I, I think it was recently, <laughs> right. though. He said, great, yeah. you know, I yeah. just, a couple weeks ago or whatever. But anyway, so we said we would say something if people sent us pictures. And then... Uh, uh, Elmer, another friend of ours, sent me a, a note showing that he had made a shop chair out of a Geo Metro front seat, as well mm. as a desk chair and another shop chair out of some old 1978 van seats. So there's an idea, I've too. I've always thought about taking like a really high-end car seat out of like the whatever the dump not even what do you call that the junkyard the scrapyard yeah. scrapyard right yeah. and turning it into a desk chair yeah. like an old Porsche chair or something I think uh, I think Laura did a video about that once yep. Laura Kampf yeah yeah I think you're right I'm when I was younger we always uh, had I had a set of Volvo seats uh, bucket seats and we never had put them on a base or anything but we just we used to have them out in the garage and we would drag them outside and sit in them instead of lawn chairs because they were like way more comfortable than lawn chairs 
Right. Right. Just, they were just little, low, you know. A little more nostalgia. I had a 1971 yeah. El Camino that had a bench seat in it, and I took the seats out of a uh, 280ZX, the bucket seats out of a 280ZX, and put them in my El Camino. That, nice. was, that was a chore. That was a, a chore. A Datsun. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. No, those, that, those probably just bolted right up, right? El Camino No, and they did not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they did not. But by uh, golly, I had bucket seats. It was cool. And I built a center console out of plywood to go in there as well. Oh, you have to if you got bucket seats. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Fancy. Um, okay, I guess that brings us to the end here. Let me do the sign-off. On Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm Phil Pinsky. Check out ironandsoul.com, williamlutz.com, timsway.net, newperspectivesmusic.com. Contact us for show topics, suggestions, feedback, all that good stuff. We love hearing from you guys. Info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com or hit us up on Twitter at Reclaimed Audio. On iTunes, leave us them five-star reviews. We read them out loud, clearly, even if they are just a repeated statement over and over again. Um, There is a link to iTunes on our website, reclaimedaudiopodcast.com. And there is also a link on our website to Patreon, patreon.com slash reclaimedaudio, the best way to get your name read out at the bottom, at the top of the show, I mean. I mean, that was, it's an honor, right, obviously? So uh, thank you to all of those people who support the channel and the and the podcast and all of us, and we love you for it. So thank you, everyone, and have a great week. Uh, as a reminder, too, even for the smallest Patreon uh, uh, support, you do get the pre-show. Not everybody knows, or people have probably forgotten but we do a pre-show as well as a bonus for Patreon supporters. Right. Correct. And you, in the pre-show, you can hear how Bill got a concussion. Oh, yeah. I was concussed. Yeah. 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 You can hear all about it. Recently. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we missed our opportunity to get gaslight Bill this episode by like just trying to convince him that he was crazy. Because, <laughs> oh, like everything he said. Like, dude, you just said that five minutes ago. What do you, you yeah, really exactly. think I need any convincing that I'm crazy? <laughs> Dude, you just said that five minutes ago. Why are you saying yeah, that? What's going on here, man? Are you okay? Groundhog Day. Do you feel the same thing on both sides? Um, <laughs> all right. Okay. Have a great week, guys. Thank you. Go ahead. Say your thing. Do you remember your oh, thing? Yeah. Bye, everybody. Be good. Or, or be great. <laughs> There's one up in me. <laughs> <laughs>